0: Hi everyone, I am Murat Raka and I welcome you all to another episode of Courts This Week on Live Law, where we update you about all the important legal developments that took place last week. We will begin with developments from the Supreme Court and then cover high courts and other subordinate courts. If you like our content, please do not forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Let's begin. The Supreme Court of India, while hearing a plea seeking to reintroduce the Women's Reservation Bill of 2008 before both the Houses of the Parliament, noted that it is an important matter and directed the petitioner to serve notice to the Union of India. A bench of Justice Sanjeev Khanna and Justice J.K. Maheshwari was hearing a PIL filed by the National Federation of Indian Women. The Women's Reservation Bill proposed an amendment to the constitution to introduce the one-third reservation for women in parliament and all state assemblies. The Supreme Court has commenced hearing on the issue whether the rules of the game can be changed after the selection process has started. The issue arose in a batch of cases relating to the selection process of district judges conducted by certain high courts. The primary question is whether the selection criteria can be changed during the process. At the outset, the five judge bench, constitution bench that is, of Justices Indira Banerjee, Hemant Gupta, Surya Kant, M.M. Sundresh and Sudhan Shwedholya posed to the advocates in the matter, and I quote When there is a change in rules with respect to qualification eligibility, then you can say there is a change in rules. But based upon contingency, if the number of persons to be called for interview are increased or decreased, would that amount to change in the rules? The Supreme Court has dismissed an appeal filed by former IPS officer Sanjeev Bhatt assailing the order passed by the High Court of Gujarat by which the High Court has refused to quash a complaint filed against him. The bench disposed of the special leave petition and noted in its order that they found no reason to interfere in the matter. The complaint filed against former IPS officer is one of the three filed by three persons who have accused Bhatt and his colleagues of illegal detention and custodial torture in cases related to unlawful assembly back in 1990. The Supreme Court has issued notice to the state of Uttar Pradesh in the petition filed by Ashish Mishra, the son of Union Minister Ajay Kumar Mishra, in the Lakhimpur Kheri violence case. A bench comprising Justices Indira Banerjee and M.M. M. Sundresh was considering the petition filed by Mishra challenging the July 26th order of the Allahabad High Court, which dismissed his regular bail application. The state has been asked to file its response by September 26th in the matter. The Supreme Court of India has asked the Union Government to get in touch with the Chief Secretaries of the States, where FIRs under Section 66A of the Information Technology Act are continuing to be registered despite the provision being declared unconstitutional by the Supreme Court in 2015. The court asked the union to impress upon such states to take remedial measures as soon as possible. A bench comprising CGI UU Lalit and Justice S. Ravinder Bhatt was hearing a writ petition filed by the NGO PUCL, which highlighted the issue of section 66a of the it act being invoked despite the judgment of the supreme court in shriya singhal versus union of india the supreme court constitution bench took up the cases challenging the constitutional validity of reservation for economically weaker sections the five judge bench comprising chief justice of india uu lalit justices dinesh maheshwari s ravindra bhat bela and trivedi and jb pardewala stated during the hearing that the matter will commence from September 13th. CJI Lalit also said in court that the court would complete hearing the matter within five working days and accordingly listed the matter for further hearing on September 13th. A constitution bench of the Supreme Court has fixed October 11th as the tentative date for starting the hearing in dispute between the Delhi government and the Union government regarding the control of administrative services in the national capital. A five-judge bench comprising Justices D.Y. Chandrachur, M.R. Shah, Krishna Murari, Hima Kohli, and P.S. Narasimha posted the matter on September 27th to fix the timeline for hearing. The bench was informed that a five-judge bench led by the Chief Justice of India is starting hearing in the EWS matter on September 13th and since many lawyers in this matter are appearing in that case as well, request was made for a suitable accommodation accordingly the bench agreed to post the matter on september 27th and will determine the hearing date after ascertaining the stage of hearing in the ews matter a constitution bench of the supreme court has decided to hear on september 27th the interim application moved by the other thakre group to restrain the election commission of india from deciding the claim raised by the Ekna Shinde group for recognition as the official Shiv Sena party. A five-judge bench comprising Justices D.Y. Chandrachur, M.R. Shah, Krishna Murari Hema Kohli and P.S. Narasimha was hearing a batch of petitions filed by members of both the groups challenging the various actions of the Speaker and Deputy Speaker as well as the Governor in relation to the ongoing political developments in Maharashtra. The Supreme Court has set aside the order of the Delhi High Court that private schools should fill up the backlog seats of economically weaker sections in the next five years in a phased manner. Further, the Supreme Court also set aside the High Court direction that 25% of the EWS category students shall be filled up on the basis of the declared sanctioned strength at the entry level Irrespective of the actual number of students admitted in the general category. In an important development, the Supreme Court is slated to hear on September 12th the petitions challenging the constitutional validity of the Citizenship Amendment Act of 2019, that is the CAA. The matter will be heard by a bench of Chief Justice of India, UU Lalit, and Justice S. Ravinder Bhatt. The Citizenship Amendment Act 2019 had come into effect on 10th January 2020. Amid nationwide protests against the legislation, the Supreme Court had issued notice back in December 2019 in a batch of over 200 petitions challenging the legislation without, however, staying the act. The Supreme Court has observed that an arbitration clause has to be given effect to, even if it does not expressly state that the decision of the arbitrator will be final and binding on the parties. The deficiency of words in agreement, which otherwise fortifies the intention of the parties to arbitrate their disputes, cannot legitimise the annulment of the arbitration clause. The bench comprising Justices Surya Khan and Abhay S. Oka observed. The court also noted that Section 7 of the Arbitration and Conciliation Act does not mandate any particular form of arbitration clause. The Supreme Court this week continued hearing the batch of petitions challenging the Karnataka High Court's verdict which upheld the ban on wearing of hijab by Muslim girl students in education institutes in the state of Karnataka. The matter this week was heard by a bench comprising Justices Heman Gupta and Sudhanshu Dhulia. The arguments were made by senior advocate Devadat Kamat and advocate Nisam Pasha appearing for the petitioners. During the hearing, Justice Gupta remarked that comparing the hijab with the turban will be improper as practices of Sikhism are well ingrained in the culture of the country. We have covered all the three hearings that have taken place until now in the hijab case in detail. The link to the videos have been given in the description box below. Please do check it out. In a significant development, the Supreme Court of India has granted bail to Kerala journalist Siddiqui Kapan in the case filed against him by the Uttar Pradesh police under the Unlawful Activities Prevention Act. Kapan, who has now spent almost two years behind bars, was arrested along with three others in Uttar Pradesh in October 2020 while they were on their way to Hathras to report the gang rape and murder of a 19-year-old Dalit girl a bench comprising Chief Justice of India, Yoyo Lalit and Justice S. Ravinder Bhatt, while granting bail to Kapan, asked him to be in Delhi for the next six weeks. He has also been permitted to go back to his hometown, to Kerala, after that, subject to certain conditions. Pertinently, during the hearing, the bench underscored that every person has a right to freedom of expression and that Kapan was only trying to show that the victim needs justice. We have made a detailed video on this particular hearing, the link to which has been given in the description box below. The Supreme Court of India has issued notice in the petitions filed by TMC MP Mohua Moitra challenging the premature release of 11 convicts on remission by the Gujarat government in the Bilkis Bano case for gang rape and murder. A bench of Justices Ajay Rastogi and B.V Nagaratna issued notice in the matter. The court also directed the petitioners to serve a copy to the state of Gujarat. The bench also directed the state government to place all relevant documents on record, including the remission order. The Supreme Court bench comprising Chief Justice of India, Yuyu Lalit, Justice Ravinder Bhatt and Justice P.S. Narasimha has listed a batch of petitions challenging the constitutional validity of provisions of the Places of Worship Special Provisions Act of 1991 for October 11th The court also directed the Union of, uh, Union of India to file a response in two weeks. The petitions have been filed against the act in as much as it bars remedies against illegal encroachment on places of worship and pilgrimages prior to August 15th of 1947. The Supreme Court bench comprising Justice Aniruddha Bose and Justice Vikram Nath issued notice on the plea filed challenging the judgment of the Madras High Court, striking down the ban on online games such as Rummy and Poker. The petition filed by the state of Tamil Nadu assails the judgment passed by the High Court of Madras on 3 August 2021, by which the High Court had struck down the Tamil Nadu Gaming and Police Laws Amendment Act of 2021. The Act imposed a ban on games like Rummy and Poker played on the internet with real stakes. The Supreme Court of India has issued notice to the Union Government seeking a response from the Ministry of Electronics and Information Technology regarding the protocol for internet shutdowns in the country. The court issued notice on a petition filed by Software Freedom Law Center challenging the arbitrary internet shutdowns. The petitioner had cited internet shutdowns in states of Rajasthan and Assam which were imposed to prevent cheating in public examinations although union government was not a party to the petition the bench said that it will issue notice to the union government alone to ascertain the protocol and the compliance with respect to the same the matter was heard by a bench comprising chief justice of india yu lalit justice ravinder bhat and justice ps narasimha the madhya pradesh high court has recently dismissed a petition filed in the form of a public interest litigation petition seeking directions to make available answer scripts of all candidates who appeared for the mains written examination of the lower judiciary exam in the state rejecting the contentions raised by the petitioner in this case the division bench comprising justice Sheel nagu and justice dd Bansal observed that making the answer sheets of a candidate available in public domain would violate the right to privacy and would also be against public interest. Granting ex parte ad interim injunction in favor of famous restaurant and bar chain Social, the Delhi High Court has recently restrained the Jharkhand based restaurant, Social 75 from using its registered trademark Social. Justice Jyoti Singh also directed Social 75 to remove all references from third party websites where its services are sold or advertised. The court was of the opinion that Social had made out a prima facie case for grant of ad interim injunction as the impune trademark Social 75 was deceptively similar to Social's registered trademark. In a significant judgment the Madras High Court has recently directed the National Medical Commission that is the NMC to revisit the office memorandum which directed that fees in 50% seats in private medical colleges and universities should be at the rate of government seats. The court said that the structure should be amended in such a way that merit is not affected. The NMC has been asked to reconsider the office memorandum and, if necessary, issue a fresh memorandum. Till such exercise is completed, the present fee structure has been prescribed to continue. The court also upheld the validity of section 10 of the National Medical Commission Act. The bench of Chief Justice Munishwar Nath Bhandari and Justice N. Mala passed the orders on a plea by private medical colleges challenging the directions of the National Medical Commission fixing fee equivalent to that charged by the government in 50% of the seats in the private institutes. In a landmark verdict, the Orissa High Court has ruled but the legal heirs of a complainant where a criminal case is instituted upon complaint can substitute him upon his death and pursue the case on his or her behalf. Justice satikanta Mishra observed in the order and I quote here, it is impliedly acknowledged that the victim of a crime may die but the crime committed against him does not, nor does the guilt of the offender get washed away only because the victim is no more. On the contrary, the offender would still remain liable to be prosecuted for his deeds and punished if found guilty. Thank you. Keep watching Courts This Week on Live Law for more such updates. If you like our content, please do support us by liking and subscribing to our YouTube channel. subscribe to our channel and press the bell icon to never miss a video from live law